quietly to look at the fire. Her rosy, wrinkled face smiles cheerfully, but I can see the anxiety in her blue eyes. She is afraid for me. Maybe the doctor has told her... something. No doubt my days are numbered, so I am minded to tell of it all, of the big stampede, of the treasure trail, of the gold-born city, of those who followed the gold lure into the great white land, of the evil that befell them, of Gary, and of Berna. Perhaps it will comfort me to tell of these things. Tomorrow I will begin. Tonight, leave me to my memories. Berna. I spoke of her last. She rises before me now with her spirit-pale face and her great, troubleful gray eyes, a little tragic figure, ineffably pitiful. Where are you now, little one? I have searched the world for you. I have scanned a million faces. Day and night I have sought, always hoping, always baffled, for God help me, dear, I love you. Among that mad, lusting horde you were so weak, so helpless, yet so hungry for love. With the aid of my crutch, I unlatch one of the long windows and step out onto the terrace. From the cavernous dark the snowflakes sting my face. Yet as I stand there, once more I have a sense of another land, of imperious vastitudes, of a silent empire, unfathomably lonely. Ghosts. They are all around me. The darkness teems with them. Gary, my brother, among them. Then they all fade and give way to one face. Berna, I love you always. Out of the night I cry to you, Berna, the cry of a broken heart. Is it your little pitiful ghost that comes down to me? Oh, I am waiting, waiting. Here will I wait, Berna, till we meet once more. For meet we will, beyond the mists, beyond the dreaming. At last, dear love, at last. Book One The Road to Anywhere Can you recall, dear comrade, when we tramped God's land together, and we sang the old, old earth song, for our youth was very sweet, when we drank and fought and lusted as we mocked at tie and tether, along the road to anywhere, the wide world at our feet. Along the road to anywhere, when each day had its story, when time was yet our vassal, and life's jest was still unstale, when peace unfathomed filled our hearts as, bathed in amber glory, along the road to anywhere, we watched the sunsets pale. Alas, the road to anywhere is pitfalled with disaster. There's hunger, want, and weariness. Yet, oh, we loved it so as on we tramped exultantly, and no man was our master. And no man guessed what dreams were ours, as swinging heel and toe, we tramped the road to anywhere, the magic road to anywhere, the tragic road to anywhere, such dear, dim years ago. Songs of a Sourdough Chapter One As far back as I can remember, I have faithfully followed the banner of romance. It has given color to my life, made me a dreamer of dreams, a player of parts. As a boy, roaming alone the wild heather hills, I have heard the glad shouts of the football players on the green, yet never ettle to join them. 
mine was the richer, rarer joy. Still can I see myself in those days, a little shy-mannered lad in kilts, bareheaded to the hill breezes, with health-bright cheeks and a soul happed up in dreams. And indeed, I lived in an enchanted land, a land of griffins and kelpies, of princesses and gleaming knights. From each black tarn I looked to see a scaly reptile rise, from every fearsome cave a corby emerge. There were green spaces among the heather where the fairies danced, and every scour in Lynn had his own familiar spirit. I peopled the good green wood with the wild creatures of my thought, nymph and fawn, naiad and dryad, and would have been in no wise surprised to meet in the leafy coolness the great god Pan himself. It was at night, however, that my dreams were most compelling. I strove against the tyranny of sleep, lying in my small bed.